Before we start the show, I want to encourage you to head over to bonappetit.com to check out a collaborative poem they commissioned in honor of Mother's Day. Bon Appetit asked best-selling author and poet Kwame Alexander to call upon a dozen fellow writers for a verse on how their lives and their cooking now mirror their mothers. Alexander then assembled lines from each poet into one crowdsourced community poem, featuring the voices of Erica Sanchez, Lorna Goodison, Van Garrett, and many more. You can read and listen now on bonappetit.com. Don't attempt to understand the modern poem. Listen to it. This is Interesting People Reading Poetry. And it should be heard. A show where artists and luminaries read a favorite poem and share what it means to them. (laughs) I'm Brendan Starmer. In other words, if it ain't a pleasure, it ain't a poem. In this episode, Don Davis reads Sonnet 171 by Edna St. Vincent Millay. Davis is the editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit magazine. She joined Bon Appetit in November 2020 following a long career in book publishing. Through her visionary work at HarperCollins and Simon & Schuster, Davis oversaw the publication of numerous influential bestsellers, from The Known World by Edward P. Jones to The Pursuit of Happiness by Chris Gardner. Edna St. Vincent Millay was an American poet born in 1892. She became wildly popular during her lifetime, known for her passionate readings and bold social views, and achieved a special mastery over the sonnet. Hello, I'm Dawn Davis, editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit and Epicurious, and I'm a former book publisher. Edna St. Vincent Millay's Sonnet 171. Read history, thus learn how small a space you may inhabit, nor inhabit long. In crowding cosmos, in that confined place, work boldly, build your flimsy barriers strong. Turn round and round, make warm your nest among the other hunting beasts. Keep heart and face, not to betray the doomed and splendid race you are so proud of, to which you belong. For trouble comes to all of us, the rat has courage in adversity to fight. But what a shining animal is man, who knows when pain subsides, that is not that. For worse than that must follow, yet can write music, can laugh, play tennis, even plan.
The text resonates for me because it's really about optimism. It's about hope. And as I read it in different phases of my life, you know, initially what I was drawn to was this idea that we can be optimistic even when we are going through a bad passage or even when times are bleak. But as I read it, as I get older, one of the things that really strikes me is it's this ability to be optimistic that makes man, our species, so unique, that all animals have this kind of fight or flight instinct. Like all animals, all species will fight to the end, will protect themselves. But our ability to plan, our ability to think about tomorrow, even when today is bleak, that's what separates us as a species. And that's what I keep coming back to. For trouble comes to all of us, the rat has courage in adversity to fight. But what a shining animal is man, who knows when pain subsides, that is not that, for worse than that must follow, yet can write music, can laugh, play tennis, even plan. I think there was a Margaret Thatcher saying, you know, is it uphill all the way? Yes. Are we halfway there yet? No. You know, when you just feel like you're in a passage of life that it's uphill, I return to this, that, that you know, to plan for tomorrow or, or next year is really uh, such a leap of faith. It's such a, a, you know, release of this is dark, this is hard but I know I'm going to get to the other side, so I'm planning for the other side. And, you know, as it happens, as, I, as I've grown older, I even have this obsession with tennis now. And I don't even think I noticed that line when I first encountered the poem. You know, just to plan a game, to plan to meet some friends, to hit a green ball. That takes optimism. Read history. Thus learn how small a space you may inhabit, nor inhabit long. In crowding cosmos, in that confined place, work boldly, build your flimsy barriers strong. As a former book publisher, I love that she's commanding us to read history, to understand where we've come from, to look at the different ways in which we've been challenged, we've had dark times, you know, geological events, world wars, the Holocaust, slavery, I mean, so many dark passages, and that she's telling us there's darkness. But on the flip side of that, we push forward. Sonnet 171 by Edna St. Vincent Millay. Read history, thus learn how small a space you may inhabit, nor inhabit long. In crowding cosmos, in that confined place, work boldly, build your flimsy barriers strong. Turn round and round, make warm your nest among the other hunting beasts. Keep heart and face, not to betray the doomed and splendid race you are so proud of, to which you belong. For trouble comes to all of us, 
The rat has courage in adversity to fight. But what a shining animal is man, who knows when pain subsides, that is not that, for worse than that must follow, yet can write music, can laugh, play tennis, even plan. Sonnet 171 by Edna St. Vincent Millay appears in the volume Collected Poems, published by Harper Perennial. Find a link to the book and a link to a special Mother's Day poem commissioned by Don Davis for Bon Appetit at interestingpeoplereadingpoetry.com. Interesting People Reading Poetry is an independent podcast co-created by me and my brother Andy Sturmer, who composes all of our music. If you like the show, help us out by subscribing on Radio Public, iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leaving a review. As always, we invite you to call the Haiku Hotline at 612-440-0643 with your short poems and poetic musings. For the occasional prompt, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Haiku Hotline. Thanks so much for listening. Spirited discourse. Large table laden with food. Always room for one more.